is work on your mental. If you're not a hundred um, up here, it will it will affect what becomes of your business and what happens, um, what you're able to do. Number two is set up structures. I think that's something I have been intentional in doing. So like think of the process from ordering to how it gets to the customer. What's up, Wanabiashara? Karibuni sana to Doing It Afraid KE. This is a safe space for entrepreneurs where we get to learn from each other, listen to each other's stories, seek inspiration, and have fun while at it. On today's episode, we have the uh, we have an amazing guest with us today. She is an influencer, a content creator, and a businesswoman. <laughs> Recently joined the business the world. Game. Yes, <laughs> Karibu sana. Tricky. Introduce yourself. Um, hi everyone. My name is Wanju. I'm so happy to be here. My first podcast away from the Psycho Podcast, so it's very um, what do I, what do I say? It very special to me oh, <laughs> very wow. special to me so yeah i'm a digital content creator recently turned businesswoman um um yeah and that's just me in the nutshell wow yeah. thank you for gracing us with your presence thank you i'm so excited for this one me too me so, too uh wanjiri will be taking us through her journey in content creation yes. and in business so she'll tell us about uh, mostly the business aspect of yeah. content creation so maybe you can tell us how your journey has been how you grew up um and what you aspired to, to be. be during that time all right. Um, I feel like because we've recorded this before, I feel like, okay, now what did yeah. I say? Let me get back to it. All right. Freestyle. Yeah, freestyle. So um, grew up my childhood, a little bit about my childhood. Grew up between Kiambu, Nairobi. Um, I don't know if I qualify for a 90s baby, but maybe I do. Now, what does a 90s baby mean? Like you were born in the During 90s? In the 90s, yeah. Born or brought up? Okay, so born maybe I'm a brought up. Maybe I'm a mix of both then. Yeah. 90s and 2000. I don't know. So yeah. Um, grew up in a very functional, loving home. Two parents, loving sisters. We're very tight till today. Went to school between the two counties. So double between Kiambu and Nairobi. University KU. Shout out. <laughs> um, the ghetto years. But <laughs> and then ended up doing economics and finance. And yeah, and everything has led up to this person that I am today. Wanjiru. Yeah. <laughs> the Wanjiru. Yeah, every decision, every school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything has just led up to who I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. So was there something in specific you wanted to pursue when you were younger? I knew for sure I wanted to be in the corporate world mm-hmm. and be um CEO. That's all I wanted to do. I, I found them so interesting and amusing. And like boss ladies, you know, those kinds of people. That's who I wanted to be. So even, I think immediately after high school, I wanted to go to Strathmore, wear the suits. And then like, because at that time, I think Strathmore was, I don't know if they're still very particular about how you dress. Mm-hmm. Um, They are? Yeah, they still okay. are. They yeah. still are. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted that corporate chic kind of girl. But then I grew older and wiser and I realized <laughs> that's not what I wanted for myself. Yeah. Um, and in my own way, I think I've morphed into being um, that person that I wanted to be, um, only not in the way I had imagined it, mm-hmm. but in in more ways than not, I have become that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because if you look at it, I am a C. You still, you, you still are. are. It's just that I'm not in the financial world. My yeah. company is not multinational yet. Yes. So in a way, yeah, okay. I, yeah. 
Wow, wonderful. So uh, when did the content creation begin? You can take us throughout oh, that, journey. that journey. Okay. Yeah. So it started in 2015. I remember that was the year I was graduating. Crap, I shouldn't have said it. Now I look old. <laughs> no, but I was with an almost 40-year-old yesterday, so I'm not so old. Um, <laughs> I started in 2015. I was straight out of graduating. I wanted, I was finding my space. I don't know if every graduate maybe has gone through that, yes, where you're yeah. graduating and you don't know exactly what you want to do. So do you deep dive into the career world if you do where do you start applying for jobs um so i think for me and then it was in campus that i'd really really developed my love for clothes style i had even tried to sell, sell some shoes here and there you remember there was a time vietuzakitenge zilikuwa me like i mean the only one who there was a time like vietuzakitenge so i remember we used to make them here at kenyatta market then we sell them with my then partner this decision but hey but so <laughs> um yeah so i think i just discovered my love for fashion and i really wanted to exploit um at the time blogs are very big but i'm not the best writer i can't well i do i can't commit to writing so the next natural progression for me was video blogging because i just started watching kina patricia bright and i was like oh this is really fun i can combine my love for fashion and and i was seeing like they were doing it full time so i was like very curious to understand what does full time mean and how so full time how does it make money how does it make financial sense because i come from a family where it it must make financial sense so i think then now that's when i started exploring the idea posted my first video in 2015 um it didn't make sense then so i applied i looked for a job hated it Three months in i quit and then decided you know what <laughs> i'm just going to follow my heart i remember I, my mom is the one who sent me a video by steve harvey and it was a video about jumping and it was said like if god has placed it in your heart and you you are convicted then you have to take a leap of faith and jump and i think after i watched that video i decided you know what it's time to quit that job so which i hated was, okay this was in two <laughs> i must insist that i hated that job um that was in 2015 i hadn't graduated oh so this was after you had started your channel i just uploaded like one video so uh -huh. i was like let me balance both because mm. even i knew that the channel needed financial investment mm -hmm. so i needed to find a way and my parents bless their hearts were supportive with only the basics. So they were like, we're going to, not that they were not able to, but I think they wanted to teach me the value of working. Because mm -hmm. I think that's the one thing, I think I'd shared that with somebody that all through my life I know that for me, because of what my parents instilled me, for me to get anything, then I must work for it. So if I want a nice dress, I must work for it because they never give it. They would never give us well they would but it would be like 200 or 1000 to like shop for clothes shoes everything and i'm just like okay that's not how the economy works it's more expensive than this mm -hmm. so i had to find extra money and that's when i think the value of work was instilled in me so it was just my first video so i was just trying to balance i hadn't even graduated because i remember that was around september and i just finished my coursework in august waiting to graduate in december yeah 
that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. You literally took the leap of yeah, kabisa, kabisa. Yeah. But in retrospect, I think I'll reference my family a lot, but I think in retrospect, a lot of our family members are like that. Because mm-hmm. even if you look at the natural progression my parents took, they quit their careers to do something else. My sister, the same way. Like, it's always been just. So I think it's something maybe in the genes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and a lot of influence. Yeah, a lot of influence. Yeah, 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 maybe. Wow. Yeah. So um, how was it now in the beginning? When did it turn into the Wanjiru Njiru now? Yeah. I think I can't really pinpoint a moment where I remember it. It Lua. made, yeah, it made sense. But I think I remember, what I remember vividly was my first corporate client. And I think they paid me 45K. Wow, your first, first class. Yeah. Wow. It was 15K per, per post, I remember, if I can say that. But it was, I think I was even in bed. I was so disappointed because it wasn't making financial sense. I think I just quit my job. So, Kinamamo, like, so, what's up, baby boo? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Um, and I think I remember getting it and I jumped out of bed and I was so, so excited. That brand will always have a special place in my heart because they took a chance on me when nobody else did. So I think then after I got that that email asking that this is our budget and this is how much we'd like to pay you, um, I think that's when for me it started looking like, and 45K was a good amount of money at that time. Um, and I was like, okay, this does make financial sense. So I just need to structure to structure it so that it can make sense mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so did the brand approach you or you had tried uh, approaching them i had tried sending emails mm-hmm. but this this particular brand mm-hmm. the first one approached uh-huh. me okay. yeah yeah okay yeah. how is that Hi. for you by the way how how is the marketing experience for you um it was at first it was nerve-wracking because i keep saying this and i think if for the people who have followed my journey they, I, I always say that i think the work of content creation for me at least has been a lot of internal work so mm-hmm. it's been it's not it's not really sending the email but it's really believing in myself enough to send that email and not feeling like oh maybe they won't pick me so i shouldn't send that email and i think at first it was really really difficult because you don't feel de- deserving of it and i think it's natural or there's a connection if you don't see it if you don't see yourself in that position you won't get it it, so i think for me i struggled a lot with believing enough in myself enough to believe my craft deserved it my channel deserved it and i deserved it as a person so i think that's now once i started intentionally working on that it became easier to do it because i think sending the email or sending the proposal is just one yeah. yeah it's hard i mean coming up with a proposal and the structure of it but what's even harder is believing that i deserve it enough to ask for it yeah wow yeah it's very powerful <laughs> yeah. yeah so what has been your like highlight so far in your career because this is a whole career now yeah what has been your highlights I think, to be honest with you, I think my highlight has been to start Mawa because I always wanted to to have something of my own. And so for me to finally see Mawa come to birth, I think that has been the highlight. And I mean, working with all the other brands, the videos that I've been able to put out, everyone, the community that I've been able to to build around Wanjirinjiro has been great. But I think 
seeing Mawa has been grow has been a part on my back like hey okay you can you can do it yeah, yeah you're not all that bad <laughs> yeah now that you've mentioned Mawa give us the tea <laughs> when did Mawa start when did the idea become when did you start thinking about it i think as i've told you i think right when i was a kid i always knew i wanted something of my own um but i really didn't know it would be it would be in the clothing business but i think after and even as i've told you in university i used to sell shoes is vitenge so i i always knew i loved fashion so when i started to think which was like a couple of years back ago how can i translate that love of fashion i thought it would be through my content but after you start doing a lot of that you realize i want to do more i want to spread the love more and i think for me the natural progression then became maua and that's now a couple of years no now like last year when i was going over when we were locked up you know you're trying to think about where is your life going <laughs> what is the, if the world ended what today next? what would yeah. become of my life what would they say um i think then that's when i made the active decision to act on that idea so i just now decided now let's put it into actualization yeah, yeah. so and Last year. in terms of capital how was that for you i saved up oh. everything i started small very very small my first collection was um we started with five pieces and kidogo kidogo of each um but it was all my savings i'd really i'd really worked on my savings and i didn't know what i wanted to do with those savings i thought it was to buy a new car or it was to to do what investing land and all those things are great but i figured i let me start something that will bring me that i can be able to grow and grow and grow mm-hmm. and i think now mawa mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. that's interesting <laughs> yeah okay how how has the journey been so far what do you I'm think just like business people <laughs> no you guys don't give anyone warnings <laughs> About how to, I mean, the first collection did amazing, but the second one has been a bit of a challenge. I think we underestimated, but I think it's the kind of a challenge that makes you feel bad on one day. And then on the next day, you're excited because you're like, oh, this presents a new challenge. How can we, how can we improve our sales and marketing? So now I'm, I'm, I'm doing courses. I'm like, okay, maybe we should do a giveaway, which we're going to be doing. Okay, maybe we should do discounts, do a major sale. I think on one day, it's like, Oosh, oosh, up and down. So one day you're excited about all the possibilities and how you can bring yourself out of this. Like you're more solution oriented. Mm-hmm. And then other days you're just like, I hate it here. Let's just close this business. It's disgusting. It's tedious. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. And it's, it's okay. normal. Yeah, it's normal. So very Thanks. normal. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. No, it's very yeah. normal. Yeah. I, someone mentioned that you have those sessions where you hate your business. You hate it up. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't even you want be bored nothing to do. With it. Yeah. <laughs> then tomorrow you're like my baby. Yeah. This, we could do so much more. I can't wait to see you grow. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that you're very solution oriented. Yeah. So that's such a That's a, a nice, good thing. Very okay, good, okay. very nice okay. attitude. Yeah. yeah. And and in terms of finances because I know that's such a challenge. How do you handle finances? Actually, before we even go to that, mm. how did you come up with your pricing? 
Um, so luckily I have a friend of mine who is in finance and accounting, a very dear close mm. friend of mine. And she's the one now we sat down together and she was like, okay, this is how you price your items. This is how you get your profit margin. You need to account for everything. So that's what we did. But there was also influence from the market prices of certain things like tops, like dresses. You don't want to go over and beyond what the market price is mm-hmm. so that you make your product so inaccessible Mm -hmm. and then I also had to consider because I knew for a fact when I launched Maua my first clients would be Wanjirunjiru's audience Mm -hmm. because they would be buying because maybe they um, the community the Wanjirunjiru community Mm -hmm. so before Maua is able to build its own community maybe away from me so I had to take that into consideration okay no maybe my first audience will be people who who follow me um what age group are they in what do they like to do and what could they easily afford without breaking the bank so all those Mm -hmm. factors played a role in determining what the price would be Mm, yeah that's a very informed yeah (laughs) decision yeah yeah and in terms of now the finances now money has started spinning (laughs) into maua yeah so how do you handle that so luckily for me right now and it's my friend who the one who helped mm-hmm. me with pricing who was like Mawa will not pay you as Wanjiru mm-hmm. for a period of time so before we started so I knew right off the bat this mm-hmm. money is not mine mm-hmm. I know it's for the business so I think in that sense it prepared me in a sense knowing that I do not own or I shouldn't expect Mawa to give me as Wanjiru mm-hmm. um, or even the money that I've put in I wouldn't be able to return it almost immediately. So I shouldn't be too quick to expect. So from then on, it became easier because now I managed my own expectations because I feel like maybe that's where the car challenge comes in, where you feel like as the owner, then I can start, let me start earning now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe it works for some people because maybe your business is able to make money quick, quick. But for me, it became very important for me to reinvest back into the business. So that's what we've been doing. So all the money went back into just reinvesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be that way for <laughs> a while for and a I'm while. okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. You are actually you have a lot of information. So you I think guess, so? Yeah. And this has I been think. like 2 months. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have good people around yeah, you as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. uh, that's very wise. Mm. And I agree. Business yeah. can never pay you in the beginning. Yeah. Honestly, once How long does it take? Akuna timeline. <laughs> in a different too. <laughs> One day you look at your books and be like, it's time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just hope I get there. <laughs> Soon. You will, you will. Yeah. Yeah. And and in terms of now your marketing, how do you approach the your marketing? What, mm. what are the strategies you use at the moment? Right now, let me tell you, marketing is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Because I always, and I said this, I think I told I was doing a Mawa live and I told guys like for me, me, I thought like I knew social media because I've been in the content creation business and I've earned money from it. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be so hard doing it for Mawa, but it's a whole different ball game when it comes, when it came to Mawa. So for me, marketing has been a work in progress right now. Majorly we're focusing on social media. So just strategies here and there to boost because most of our clients are on social media. So to boost our sales on social media. So right now we're just focusing on social media, learning, learning. For me, me, I'm just learning. I'm taking courses. I'm just like, I just want to learn. I don't want too much in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to learn. So mm-hmm. I think marketing for us has been a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Hey, you are taking very calculated moves. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you look, Some you, st- you stay up at night and you're like, Sani, you not do worry. Like, do you even know what you're doing? <laughs> At some of us, uh, some of us just started blindly. Yeah, no classes, no advice from whoever. <laughs> you just wake up, you have an idea, and you actualize yes. it. Yeah, you're like, I'll figure it out. But you know something else about me is I worked in the logistics business for like mm. a years in 2018. Mm-hmm. Majority 2017 and all of 2018, I worked in logistics. In a, in a food delivery business. Mm. So I think I really understood how to work. And I, and that job was not... I, I kind of felt bad every day because it's not like what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But now in retrospect, it's led up to here because now I know how to deal with customers because I used to deal with customers. I, I was in like customer operations and something, something. So I used to know how to deal with customers, to respond to messages, to deal with, with bad clients though Maua, we don't have bad clients <laughs> yet <laughs> and i hope yes. we never get them <laughs> um so i got to learn even delivery mm-hmm. business like how to coordinate with riders how mm-hmm. to do da 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 so i think that has led up to now it's easier now to manage Maua mm-hmm. because i've been in the logistics and the operations yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing that yeah. gave you some yeah high. yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so uh and so far in content creation and now Maua. I know you've had some really challenging moments. Yeah. I know kuna sazingine you're just like I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us a bit about some of the challenges you've experienced so far. Actually, going back to what I was telling you, me think the biggest challenges have been me. Because I believe my mental not my mental health, but my attitude has never been the most positive. So maybe towards Maua. I would look at, and it's what we were talking about before we mm-hmm. started about having a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. So like me, if I face a challenge, my first reaction is to say, oh my God, this business is failing. Like, I don't even know what to do or like nobody likes my content. So, and I'm a strong believer, like if you're not a hundred up here, it will reflect in your work, in what you put out, in everything. So I think me, my biggest challenge has been overcoming the thoughts here. And being very, very intentional. Because I believe, like, if I beat it here, then I can... Even though to na so many things, like production is delaying or we're not getting the right fabric or content I okay, Vilonataka. If you have the right attitude, it becomes easier to navigate that space. So I think, mm-hmm. me, my biggest challenge has been overcoming my my thoughts. Yeah. The fact that you know that, yeah. you just be <laughs> It's, it's like amazing. honesty yeah. with yourself yeah, so that you're able, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You can at least even know how, where to start yeah. and how to approach yeah. whatever is happening. So I'm trying to pace my mind. So let me just think about like, where do you, do I want to be in the next one year? So for now, because we outsource production, I want to bring it in-house. So ah. I think that's my immediate mm-hmm. goal right now. That's what I'm working towards. Really just setting up a website and also now just moving um sort of like having a production facility that I am able to control how e- quickly we are able to churn out new items. Yeah. So that's my immediate goal. Mm. Yeah. All the best. <laughs> Thank the you. Best I, need a, I need that. <laughs> you're onto something Thank amazing. You. Your, Thank you. Your dresses and all the clothes at Maua. Really Thank you. <laughs> I actually have one yeah. Maua piece. I wish I Leo. I know. But then my mom took it. <laughs> She inherited it automatically. Yeah, I <laughs> think so I'll sweet. send her a picture. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. And I know we have people listening who mm-hmm. want to start businesses, especially mm-hmm. maybe in the clothing industry yeah. or any other business content creation. Yeah. What word do you have for them? What would you tell this person? Two things, um, consistent with what I've been saying throughout this podcast, is work on your mental. If you're not a hundred um, up here, it will it will affect what becomes of your business and what happens, um, what you're able to do. Number two is set up structures. I think that's something I have been intentional in doing. So like think of the process from ordering to how it gets to the customer. So think about how will they order. Who, how will they be talked to once they order? Um, how will how quickly will they receive their order? How are they going to be talked to once they receive their order? If there's an issue, who do they escalate it to? So think, set up those structures that are able to, especially the customer experience, which was very, very big for us at Mawa. Like we took a lot of time to figure out, okay, so customer key order, even your other order, even your other key order, even your like all those steps think about them and set up those necessary structures i think they really account to the bigger picture or to the success of your business yeah amazing yeah hey, thank you Wanjiru, <laughs> thank so you much thank you for gracing us with your presence Thanks, today Gerardo. i've thank learned you. a lot thank you yeah and i know everyone if you don't know Wanjiru, why you be sleeping on me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But just for those ones who've not followed yeah. you, how can they find you? How can they find Maua? Yeah. Mm. So Instagram, which is my major platform, um, Wanjiru Njiru, and also on YouTube for me, Wanjiru Njiru. Um, for Maua, we're on Instagram, when, at Maua So that's where you'll find us. We will soon have a website, Yay. inshallah. So that is also something that we're working on currently. So. Mm. Yeah, that's where you can find us. And please order. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Anjiru. You can also find us on Doing It Afraid KE on Instagram, Facebook, and yes. all other platforms. And on all streaming platforms, you can still find us on Anchor, um, Spotify, um, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Peace. Thank you. Me-